And we're back. <laughs> Hopefully we don't have any power outages or Wi-Fi outages tonight. Good morning, good evening, good whatever time of the day you are tuning in. Welcome back to another episode of Hate to Burst Your Bubble. My name is Zach, and with me is my co-host and offensive player of the game for last Wednesday, Vinny. What's up? The the end of the last semester of college is slowly, slowly coming onto the horizon. We're three weeks away, and let me tell you, I've had senioritis since probably sophomore year, but it's about as real as real gets right now. Coincidentally, I am six months and three weeks away from having to start repaying my student loans, which is tonight's topic. So not excited about that, but at least I'll have six months to maybe save up some money. Who knows? And then we'll you'll see. be done. Seven years of school, done. I mean, you don't have to say it out loud, but... Um, We've said it how many times? Everyone you know knows. what, dude? Van Wilder took time. And look how he turned out. Fucking handsome, dude. He's he's Ant-Man now. Is that it? Is that the name? No, he's Deadpool. No, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I messed uh, up. I'm sorry. I'm not a big comic book guy. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know anyone like that either. No, who's... um? What's his name? Paul Rudd. Oh, Rudd. handsome dude man. never hasn't aged in like 30 years <laughs> he hasn't now he now he can shrink shrink and grow huge what can't that guy do no there's zilch i love his movies i love him probably the probably the meme of the decade so i mean and if you don't if you don't watch hot ones go watch them on youtube because it's a bunch of celebrities eating hot wings and it's fantastic so i guess we can get we could just jump head first right into our topic as Vinny mentioned our topic tonight is student loans and we do have a guest one of my closest friends raj to do for those of you who don't know, Raj went to Duquesne, graduated with an accounting degree in May of 2019, currently works as an accountant at the CPA firm Davis Davis and Associates down in the Strip District. And he's currently in the process of taking his CPA exam. So he's studying pretty hard right now. So Raj, welcome to the podcast. What's up? This is a lot more fun than studying. So I'm ready for this. A lot of things we, a lot more fun than studying. Yeah. No, I mean, facts. I anything, anything I think on the planet Earth is better than studying. No, I'd rather study than read a book sometimes Ooh, Even i don't know about that a book that's a hot take i don't know <laughs> It's just me. That's just me. Uh, hey, I do have one question, real quick, before we before we uh, get into anything here. What um what level of your CPA are you on? There's I'm actually level, right? uh there's four tests, but oh. I'm in the process of taking the first one. Uh, I'm mid December, so well, he's got an uphill battle here, but we're we're here yeah. to support him and hit the pressure bubble. It's it's yeah, we're still beginning. It's a long run to go. We'll burst out of county bubble. Hey, baby steps or still steps? <laughs> facts. Study more recently than I have in a while, so we're okay. progressing. We like that. We like a good study session. He's been hitting the gym, losing at bowling to me, which who can blame so, him? Won more than I lost. I know. He's, he's a sandbagger. Don't let him. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't come off as athletic lucky. at all, but until he hits the bowling lane, and then he's just a freak of He was lucky. We were all drinking, you know. He was the sober one, just chilling, hitting the I'm ball. So, not fair playing field. All right. Well, we could just go again. Yeah. I, I have Anytime. Anytime. Kick, kick your ass again. I <laughs> fucking doubt it. That's kind of that's those are kind of fighting words there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying he's a lot of talk. Listen, he's I like think... a chihuahua. He's all like he's all talk, Bro. no bite. Still awesome. Last set of one of our most famous games. Oh, Boy needed <laughs> spare strike to beat him. Hit it straight. Beat him by one pin. If, if I could throw the bowling ball down the alley, I would have, because that's how pissed I was. That's so good. I was talking shit the whole time too. Oh, so I was so pissed off. I still can't. I to this day, whenever one of us, whoever's first to get married, that story's getting told, and then whoever's second, that story's getting told a second time, because yes. that's. <laughs> just not good and i'll be smiling both times right because i'll be pissed both times yeah. winner so we're talking about student loans i know for a lot of us especially Vinny and i and even the people that are fresh out of school that's a pretty big topic so we brought raj on because of his background and between Vinny and i we have a lot of information that we're going to present to you so if anyone does have any questions just feel free to reach out and then we'll try to get you answers if something's unclear but over the last 10 years the cost of education has risen three 
times faster than other school-related expenses. As of right now, Americans owe just about $1.53 trillion in student loan debt. It's trillion with a T. Yeah, no, we, we skipped over a lot of money. Million and billions went straight to Ds. You should throw in like a, a just a quick, um like how, like a, just a comparison, like how many McDoubles is that? It's a lot of McDoubles. That's it? McDoubles? That's all you got on this one? I mean, no, no, no. Something like really crazy. So you get like a massive oh. number. I mean, yeah, you can buy like fucking 10 million Lamborghinis with that. That's that's also a lot. I'm just saying. But that's fair. So the average, the average, the average student loan debt is $37,172. Here's some comparisons for you, Vin. Um, hey, I just want to say this is the first stat in my entire life that I'm okay with being below average at. So that's the same as a 20, a 20% down payment on a $185,000 home or a 10% down payment on a $370,000 home. It's the same amount of money as a brand new Audi A4, a Tesla Model 3, or a Ford F250. Buy the Tesla, save yourself some gas. Those are some pretty hefty cars. The average loan payment is $393 a month. And the average the average cost of one year at a public school or a public university is just about $21,000, which is 34.8% of the median household income of $61,000. So off the bat, I hate you guys with a lot of numbers. What's your take on the numbers? Why do I feel like I'm getting grilled here first off? I just want to know, what... know what your guys' opinions are. Cause like, I, I think the first thing that really stands out to me is that that monthly payment, that like that right there is probably the bare minimum. I feel like that's not even like average. I was, like, you... was going to say this average stuff makes it seem like I'm fucked yeah, compared yeah. to what I'm seeing here and what I'm dealing with. I'm like, say, this does paying... not seem average to me. Yeah. If you're paying 400 bucks a month, for your student loans on 38 grand, you're probably going to be paying it for 10 years and pay a lot of interest. Yeah, so this, my, my biggest thing is like, of 10 years. Yeah, my biggest thing is probably like double up that payment, you know, make an $800 a month payment, get it done in four years and cut that interest in half. Like, yeah, it definitely depends on how much you're making and stuff. But yeah, I I, I've always been like the forte of like save up your money and put it into like safe investments though. Like even if it's low yield, like something instead because- Say you do make a double payment and you can't afford it like two months down the line. They're not going to be like, oh, well, you double paid like two months ago. So don't worry about it here. Like you don't have to pay. You're always going to have to pay. So I've always been on the point of like, go somewhere where you can like invest it, make some more money. And then like end a year if you want to make like a safe chunk of payment on it. But okay. it so always depends saying, on. So you're saying make your 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 minimum loan payment, say it's $400. Yes. And then maybe take like an additional 200 and put that into maybe like a mutual fund or like an yes. ETF? Yes, like some, yeah, low risk. But like, you know, I always been like the point of like, it's the same thing like if you owe monthly payments, like you might as well keep it at that and use your extra money to like increase your other spending or whatever you want to do with it. But because me and my brother are both in different positions but we both have like similar plans in that sense he's a pharmacist so he makes a little more and like he has a different plan but to me it's like they're never going to be like thanks for double paying it you're not going to get anything for that and I, I think right now with, you know, in, in, in light of the pandemic, you know, at least the federal portion of your loans, you know, the interest rates are at zero. So that's, you know, that's obviously huge. You know, I, I don't, I, I don't know how long that's going to be. I don't know if it's released any end of December or oh, end of year right now. Yeah, so. I'm hoping it gets extended, you know, another six months or whatever, but who knows? Um, I feel like it's definitely going to end up how this election goes and what we're at by the end of the year. I could definitely see them pushing it a bit, but it's yeah. also a nice position to be because you can like wait to pay it at the end of the year if you want like technically i think i'm actually gonna throw like my christmas bonus and stuff i think i'm throwing directly onto that loan because there's no interest there i can throw it on there and it's like free money in quotes like yeah yeah, i earned it but like what is better to do than just like throw it towards loans lower my debt zachary you got any uh you got any any uh, any take on that so raj and i have a very similar trail like we both were in pharmacy school for a while and then we we both kind of left and went into something else i mean our tuition rate for pharmacy school is a little bit higher than what a normal tuition rate is so i mean when my dad originally told me how much money that i would owe 
I think he told me last year, I was like, I am so fucked. Like, it's ridiculous. And I feel, I, st- I think when that started happening, I started thinking like the cost, comparing like the cost of education to what, like the value that you're getting out of it. And I feel, I don't know. I just, if the, if those numbers keep going up, like I want to ask the question, do you think that the education you're getting is worth the amount of money that you're paying for it? I mean, there's plenty of people that go to like trade school or don't even like one of my best friends, Marco doesn't, didn't even go to college and like he's doing pretty well for himself and now he doesn't have to sit here and worry about how the hell he's going to pay back all his money and i think with us go the three of us all are well two of us are still there but one of us graduated but going to duquesne which is obviously a private school like the cost of tuition is a little bit higher like do you and not a little bit i mean a lot of it but i guess my question is raj as someone that graduated do you feel the education that you got is worth the amount of money that you're now repaying okay so i guess my first phrasing like when i go went to decane i didn't view it as just an education like i also viewed it as an experience networking meeting right. people Me so i've always thought of it like my overall experience i would not take it back i would go run the same path back I met like some of my closest friends from both majors, some friends through extracurriculars through like clubs, like that I never would have met if I did. Yeah. Trade school or something like that. Like I do see benefits in that, but I also like have opened my horizons just from Duquesne and meeting all these extra people that I still talk to to this day that helped me in my experiences in life and in jobs. Because some of my accounting friends, I'll text every day about like, hey, this situation happened. Like, what do you think? And like, we'll talk about it. We'll text. And like, one of my friends is at Deloitte and she focuses on a lot of foreign like taxes and their returns and their treaties. So I could literally just reach out with her about a client. And she was able to kind of help me just based on that. We're like, if I did trade school or something, then it'd be a little different. I feel like so money wise overall just for my education no I feel like there's a lot of classes they make us take that don't actually have a relevance to our end goals or our majors but they just do it as a you're graduating from Duquesne we want you to have a good general education obviously I didn't pay for high school going to Central but I feel very similar to what you said Ben what do you think I mean you're you're getting you're getting ready in three weeks to join the alumni (laughs) network technically it's about a month and a half I just have three weeks of classes left I think yeah I think it's it's a it's a lot of what Raj said. I mean, I think there's there's a good portion of the classes that um, you know, like even from what I've seen, because I transferred in you know after two years at a community college, so I didn't have to take a lot of the core classes there. But I mean, I think even some of the classes that I had to take through the finance major, I just didn't understand the point of them, and they didn't really give me you know like a better insight. I mean, you know, like Raj said, I like how it's like a, a well-rounded education, and I at least have you know some knowledge of you know supply chain management management or information system. So, you know, that's, that's nice to have. I, I made some good friends. I mean, obviously I uh, rekindled the, uh, the old, uh, the James flame here. Uh, how are you, buddy? You know, that was, that was pretty cool. You know, got to play a couple more years of college hockey. So that was, that was fun. Yeah. I mean, I think, but I think more so than not, I would redo the entire thing just based off of the connections that I get from being a Duquesne alumni. Right. I mean, I think, you know, like, you know, I'm at BNY now. I think, you know, that like being it, like being a student from Duquesne was a large portion to why I, you know, got even a look there. And then, you know, once, you know, once I was in, you know, they obviously saw the work that I can do. And, you know, that's not by any mistake. I mean, Duquesne obviously taught me well. So I think, you know, it benefited me in a lot of ways, but yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely redo it all again. Yeah. I would, I'm on the, I mean, the path you took is kind of what I would recommend to people anyways, too though i was like saying if i could do anything back it would have been like the first two years of like general curriculum or education i would have wanted to do at like ccac or somewhere there and then rotate to duquesne Pitt, wherever because like you're saving a ton of money and learning basically similar things as long as you put in the work you'll get into these other schools i made money yeah yeah exactly so like that type of thing especially during this pandemic and stuff like i feel like if i've i had younger friends who were going into college i actually would have recommended don't go to these big schools yet go to a community college work off do the online classes and then once this is settled down and things are the same then rotate over because like look at harvard they didn't lower their tuition at all 
They knew what their value was. It wasn't their education. It was the name you're getting from going there. So obviously they don't care about like making it cheap for you guys. They want the end goal. So you should work smarter towards the end goal. I agree. And I think even going to like a community college, it really um, increases your opportunity. No, lowers your opportunity cost because you're spending less, like you can work a full-time or, you know, part-time or full-time job while you're at community college is a lot easier than you can, you know, say like Duquesne or Pitt. You know, the classes are, you know, they're, they're, they, you get what you get out of them, what you put into them. So really, like instead of losing like four years of working like you can work two years and then transfer into a four-year university you know kind of grind out those two years and finish and then get into the workforce you can save up some some serious money you know, while you're working those two years at community college. Um, yeah, I feel like it could also be easier. You had to manage like yeah. the workload and a job yeah. compared to like right. Duquesne. Like you if I had done Duquesne, work. I did a desk eight because I was at Duquesne. So right. it wasn't even like I had to leave. I was like, it was a student work program and it paid towards my tuition. I okay. definitely think if you're, if you're looking to start either start saving up or trying to pay some of your student loans while you're in school or even pay the interest down, which is what I started doing. But you should try to get like a weekend job or something that granted that you have time like I know pharmacy school I mean I was getting hammered the entire not drunk either like oh. not the good kind yeah not not the kind of, <laughs> that you think you made me so proud for a second no yeah. oh god I, like, I doubt it I, I would have been like yeah not Zach yeah right <laughs> Zach and James I called him out <laughs> that's not real Raj you and Deep were both decades and I think if you can get either a work study or something along the lines like that's close to campus if you don't have a car that you could walk to just so you can start saving money because I mean as soon as you come out of school there's really no guide to where to start paying student loans they kind of just they're like this myth that exists that you know it's going to hit you as soon as you come out of school six months later but that's pretty much it like there's no how-to guide yeah did you so you just get that letter telling you um, surprise it's due it's due at this point that's when you're starting it this is your payment yeah there because there's so many plans on how you can actually decide to pay it too because they'll do it like income based they'll just do a standard over whatever 10 to 20 years depending Mm -hmm. on if you're private or not or like i've had friends do the it comes under different names but like the steady income approach which is like when you first graduate they keep it low your payments Mm -hmm. will be next to nothing like affordable but then as you grow older they hike up the payment amount Mm -hmm. so it's basically like they're assuming you increase your career so i've had friends do like all three and it's been fine but i know they also have like a payment plan um it's not really like a payment plan but it's like student loan forgiveness if you're like a public servant or if you're like a teacher non-profits too yeah yeah you pay like a you pay like a bare minimum and then like once you get to like the 10-year mark like the rest of your loans are just forgiven um you know at least to the federal government that's not for private loans i was gonna say Um, yeah that's yeah federal based you know i know that's an option too for you know kind of teachers because you know unfortunately they get paid like dog shit that needs to change but you know at least they got a a good like student loan kind of like repayment plan out there for them i think it's nice especially like (laughs) excuse me duquesne used to do like half off tuition for teachers as well and that disappeared too though but yeah they they used to give incentives to try to get people to take those like public service type jobs standard repayment time for federal loans is about 10 years but on when if you go on like fafsa's website and i was like looking through some facts or they have an infograph or whatever they said that the average time to pay off a four-year degree is 19.7 years yeah because that 10 years thing is like the actual loan payment without interest so the problem is the interest is what kills you and makes you have to pay it longer oh i know i'm well (laughs) yeah but i don't know i guess my approach has always been too is like we're always gonna have debt whether it's loan like student loans like mortgage etc like i feel like you can't dictate your life around the stress that those will cause you like obviously you got to pay them but i feel like the people who stress over like I need to get it done in five years like I feel like you're gonna rip some joy out of your life by like trying to force it down quickly I was gonna say just in like the five-year thing I plan I'm trying to have mine paid off by the time I'm 32 which is seven years but that's just like a personal thing I want to do yeah I'm not, no. like I'm not trying to rip fun out of my life or anything like that it's just I know that the, those four years of pharmacy school that are now not useless but not really useful in what I what I'm going to do like that's gonna crush me and I know that. So I'm thinking to myself like, yeah, 
I can get it done. I don't want, I don't want to be paying them into like my forties. Yeah. Oh yeah. I agree with that. I'm not going to wait forever, but like the people who won't want to like go on a vacation. Cause like, I'd oh, rather yeah. put that on loans or like oh, with that, I'm like, don't like ruin your everyday life based on something that you're always going to deal with. You get rid of one loan, you're moving on to the next, whether it's like car mortgage, et cetera. Like our whole country runs on these loans. Our right. government owes money to people. So like, I just feel like that's ingrained in our culture now. It's like, you're always going to owe people something unless you're like a millionaire. But I, I like to view debt as like a necessary evil, you know, for a lot of things. If, you know, if you're debt free, I mean, it's a good thing, but also like you might, like your credit score is usually pretty closely correlated to the amount of debt you have. And if you're managing your debt properly, you're going to have a good credit score and you have access to more loans and stuff like that. Whereas like, if you don't have any debt and your credit score is bad, then you have to pay everything in cash. So, you know, kind of having debt is, you know, a good thing. Um, it's, it shouldn't always be viewed as a bad thing when managed properly. I agree. That's like kind of where my thing is like, it's always going to be there as long as you're smart with it. Yeah. And like you said, unless you're like a millionaire or a billionaire where you can just literally throw money at a problem, cash everything and not care. Yeah. It's, it's a good thing to have. Like I said, as, as long as it's managed properly, um, and you're not in attainments or anything, or you're not going paycheck to paycheck because you have too much debt. I think that's, you know, it, it's a good, good thing to have. The average or the average debt per citizen of the United States is $82,284. Like, is that just, is that just overall debt? Yeah. That's according to the U S treasury. Low average on that too. Yeah. Well, they yeah. think if it says, it, well, it says debt per citizen. So I'm assuming that's an average. Is this with the current census numbers, you know, did they update this? This yeah. is on the, <laughs> like the, uh, like the debt clock that they have going. Oh, really? That's, is it a dot .gov website? Dot .org. No, it's not close. I want dot .gov. Dot .org is not good. I need dot .gov. Yeah, we need specifics right. here, brother. Let yeah. me get right on that. Come on now. Facts. <laughs> I, facts. I can't crunch numbers unless they're accurate. Yes. I can't crunch. I don't waste my time with .org. .gov's only. Yeah, that's like strict yeah it's I, just i mean the federal loans are a lot better than like private too because me and deep didn't know as much when we first like went into it and we ended up going with sally may oh. and that's one of my regrets is like i wish i had researched more at that time not just assuming it's okay luckily our parents like co-signed with us though so we got like good interest rate but like some of my friends who went through like sally may and some of these private loans like they owe so much money just based on interest rate because they had to do it themselves. And like, I wish there was better options or like at least a way to like senior year of high school. I feel like that should be a class you go into because I would guess at least like 60% of students come in with some sort of loan without any knowledge before we get to college. Like even one class second semester, just saying, hey, this is a way to approach it. Even to teach us how to fill out FAFSA. FAFSA, yeah, FAFSA, that's what it is. Like we had no knowledge on that either. It was kind of like just put it in and see what you get. Like those type of classes I feel like are very easy to teach and they could do a long way towards helping high schoolers going into college zach that was one of our uh that was one of our things that we were we were thinking about doing is going around to college campuses and kind of doing like a seminar on it you know like a two or three hour seminar maybe like early in the fall or you know potentially even during like orientation week and maybe making some cash on that so you know it's just i think that students just they come into college and whenever you hear whenever you think of the idea of going to college like they think of the people they're going to meet or the parties they're going to go to and like like student loans is always there, but I feel like it's one of those things that is like, yeah, I'll just deal with it whenever I get out. And then you get out and you're like, I have no idea how to deal with this. Hey, you got, I got five years to deal with it. What does it matter right now? And right. they're always taking out more money. So they have living expenses in their, like in their freshman year, they're taking out three to $4,000 more than, you know, their housing intuition. And that extra three to $4,000 is probably costing them six to 7,000. Actually just on top of it without realizing it. Yeah. Because that's four years of compound interest and boy i'll tell you oh i was 100 percent in that boat that's what i used to do oh did you mm-hmm. i'll weasel you i used to take so i used to take out more i used to take out about two grand more and then i would say my mm, the semester that i left campus when i wasn't live it was whenever i was living on there i was taking two grand out more because i used it for like car insurance and to pay for hockey actually whenever i started living at home what i started doing was like i would if I still took out like if whatever my reimbursement was or I, cause I overpaid, which ended up being like anywhere from 500 bucks to about a grand. I used to take that and pay the interest on my student loans with it, which right. basically yeah. just cancels itself out. It's not bad if yeah, you use that money. Yeah. I mean, a lot of bush light. I mean, I have friends that took that take out like five grand over and then they use it as like their drinking money. I'm like, what the fuck are you spending five grand on? Like Carson city don't cost five grand. Oh, you go enough, man. If you're dedicated. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess so. get there. I mean, honestly, though, Thursday night, dollar thirty-two ounce Yinglings and like two dollar Captain and Cokes. That's all. Like five grand goes a right. long way on that. Jimmy D's <laughs> used to be like fifty cents a drink. Oh, yeah. I think. Well, they have like be- uh, Thursday nights. I think from nine to midnight, they have like dollar Bud Light nights. Yeah. Again, five thousand Bud Lights over the course of a semester. That's a lot of beer. All right. For someone that didn't drink a lot until I, I still don't drink a lot, but I drink socially. I would never know those numbers. We gotta get uh, more out ones. Oh yeah, you gotta experience it fully, and then you can talk to us and see yeah. your bill the next day. That's when you'll know how it's gonna hit five grand. <laughs> you're gonna look at it next time, yeah, like, damn, you, did you, I really buy that much? Well, I was gonna say you may go in thinking like you're only gonna buy your own drinks, then you see your credit card bill the next day, and it's like four eighty for one night, and you're just like, how many drinks did I buy for other people that night? Yeah, <laughs> definitely adds up. Yeah, but, but I think. I think the federal versus private loans, I mean, obviously most of it is federal loans. So like there's like the direct loans, there's Perkins loans. That's for, that tends to be for lower income families. And then there's the federal family education loans. That's like an indirect loan I think you get, but then I'm, that's eight, about 80% of all loans. And then there's 20% that are private loans, but the private loan interest is what crushes you. I was going to say, those are my main fees that I have to deal with right now, especially because those are still being paid. They don't give you any sort, like they don't care about the pandemic at all. There's like some options they gave you were just like, uh, yeah, we'll defer it, but like you're still gonna get interest for this whole time. Yeah, right. It's like, it's well, like what kind of help is that? I was like, that ain't helping me, so I'm yeah, still like- gonna pay it. I was like, I budgeted to pay it, so I can still pay it, but like there was literally no help, like no reach out, no nothing. I remember when I was I started, I wanted to start paying mine. I reached out to you because I was like, I know you've already yeah. been through that process. I actually just kept on the normal path of during this X. If I make these X amount of payments. I'll be done in X amount of years. I didn't like change income approach or anything like that, but I like, I've made a secure budget of like what I know I can do, what I know I can pay, right? Like how much I should save. So I'm a little less worried on like where some friends, like, especially if they are a teacher or something like that, the lower income approach will work for them. Cause especially if you worked at the same school district, eventually you'll make more so yep. you can make higher payments. But yeah, I mean, creating, creating a budget, whether it's for paying student loans or just for anything in general, I think is really important. But I would also say, Vin, you mentioned it too, that grace period after school, like either your last semester of school or that grace period, literally take some time and just start researching what your repayment options are. And then go, once you do that, then create your budget. I mean, you definitely need to make sure you do your own like research on that repayment too, because even calling those hotlines, like there's like lawsuits in effect right now against these private loan people, because when people call them, instead of giving real advice, they'll just tell them, oh, defer it, make lower payments. And you're good but overall that makes them more money so they're right. not always there to help you like you definitely got to put in your own research there yeah, yeah i mean i'm sure college advisors could also probably help you i would imagine or even the financial aid department on i mean duquesne's campus i think her name's cheryl she was always helpful for me but i mean if you can't find anything else i would suggest at least reaching out to them and maybe they can point you in a right direction because i mean they're there to get they already got their money but I would imagine that they would still try to help you out a little bit. Vin, you have something to add? Nope, nothing. <laughs> He's like, uh, I know I did. Um, I, I actually sat down kind of, I sat down in like September and started looking at like, kind of, you know, like my student loan, you know, balances and repayment options, stuff like that, you know, kind of like estimated payments every month and, you know, made a budget like post-graduation since I accepted a job and know what my, you know, like salary is going to be, Um, you know, just kind of budgeted out of that. So it was, it, it, it's easy to, you know, kind of, you know, find a lot of literature on it and you know for me obviously it made a lot of sense because i was a business major um so that's you know that's 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 that i think just doing your own research and trying to avoid you know calling any hotlines or anything maybe reaching out you know to a trusted friend or you know if you guys are out there listening if you want to reach out to any of us you know through instagram or you know whatnot just shoot us a message i'm sure we'd be we'd be glad to help you out as well yeah and then just doing research figure out who houses the loans like i know mine's navion or navian or however the hell you say it you should also be uh double checking that now too because because I was through Great Lakes, but they're no longer. Uh, oh, do you get your loans but, now too? Oh, I wish. We get a new provider. Uh, so the problem here, though, is I've had like a couple friends say, check your balance because when they switch you over, uh, sometimes they get that wrong or it'll be more or less etc whatever but they'll change it and you won't know if you're not paying attention to it like make sure you have an account 
on all your like so i have a great lakes account i have a sally may account and i check it usually weekly and i'll know right around when my payments are coming out too but like yeah there was supposedly like because it's so hectic with all these loans they have to take obviously trillions of dollars in loans like they're gonna make mistakes but they said make sure you keep an eye on that because some people won't and your balance may be off yeah i mean i I check mine pretty much every week which is just it's becoming a a sad a sad weekly tradition (laughs) i don't like it does it get bigger on the weekly basis um no because i mean mine are by like semesters so like i can see the like it tells you when you took money out and like i'm on it right so like i'm on it right now and there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten 11, 12 things that have like direct loans. But it, oh, it, see, I guess I took it out by year. So mine's is yearly. Mine's semesterly, I want to say. Oh, yeah, no. I, I, from Sally Mae, we just took a year's worth because like I think pharmacy school, you knew how much it was. Right. I think it's just how this one's set up. But I mean, figure if, you got to figure out who houses your loans before you try to make a payment on anything. Yeah. And like auto enrolling to a lot of them will give you a percentage discount on the yeah. interest. Almost everyone offers you some because they want that guaranteed money. They'll oh, yeah. give you a little bit of a deal, but that deal will add up. It might not seem like a lot, but over a 10, 20 year period, whatever, five years even, like that'll add up to save you a good bit of money too. I'm auto enrolled for all of mine. I mean, you can, I'm assuming you can set the date. I haven't auto enrolled on one of mine because like I'm still picking. I mean, we'll go into a little bit later about what different ways to pay it off, but do you just, you can pick a date i would assume that they would uh they technically give you a date it's due i just do that date i'm like yeah withdraw for that date i don't i'm not too worried so like i luckily for all three of my dates i get paid the Uh, well for one i get paid two days before it the other one i literally get paid like the day before so like even if i somehow wouldn't have it like oh well i'm getting my whole like whatever bi-monthly salary right right. that date so it's like very nice how that timing worked out for me it's like i'll know i'm getting paid literally the day or two before no matter what but so I'm a little bit safer with that and I'd rather just save the interest. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, the, like we said, the interest is what crushes you. Yep. I mean, you just, you literally get screwed. I, mean, last... I definitely think changes will happen with that too, though. Cause I feel like now that our generation is becoming like the majority of the workforce and stuff, they're going to kind of think like, why is their spending down? So I feel like they might make some moves of lowering yeah. that interest or At doing least something. Hopefully. Yeah. But... <laughs> you can't spend on the economy if it's all going to interest. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I, the last thing I have under the where to start section would be yes. to know when you're expected to pay your student loans off and i would aim to be early but i'm just an early person in general for everything i mean as long as you're getting those monthly payments i mean i think that's priority number one but yeah if you can afford it early i think that's not bad either just to check it off yeah i mean even an extra hundred bucks or so a month i mean really any extra payment helps because it's you know it's all cutting into you know that that interest that you have to pay. If you go on your FAFSA, your federal student aid or whatever, and you like log in, there's actually a section that has like what you're in debt. And then you can like, it's like a pie chart. And then you could look at like the breakdown of it. And if you look at it, it'll tell you like what you took out and what your interest rate is on it. And then like what you pay in interest. That is one of the most interesting. I like, I'm one for like charts and visual learning and things like that. But to look and see what your interest is and how much money it actually adds to what you have to pay. I mean, I think think you start to gain an appreciation level for what what your money is going to go towards after school i mean i think i'd prefer to just not do not. it at all <laughs> <laughs> it's like no thank you uh i'll take a hard pass on that yeah. but the other thing i wanted to mention was there there as i was doing some research there's two real big ways that i've noticed that people have paid off student debt in an effective way the first one's the snowball effect so that's basically paying your smallest debts first and then rolling the amount used to pay the first step that's off into paying the bigger ones. So literally like a snowball rolling down a hillside. So you gain like small victories up front. So you keep knocking off debts and then diverting all your free money towards your next debt. The other way would be the avalanche method. So that you pay the highest interest rate first, which can potentially, I think it potentially saves you the most money. But the only drawback with that is you can be extremely overwhelmed with the largest debt amount you owe. I think like my largest loan is at this point, 15 grand, I want to say. So, I mean, that's a lot of money to pay up front and then go from there. But at least at that point, you don't have to worry about the interest rate crushing you. I was going to say, so like, I actually, like what we've done here is we go by, uh, we, my family, like with me and my (laughs) my twin, we go by, uh, the highest interest rate first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it wasn't the largest amount, but it was the highest interest rate. 
and my dad like talked to deep and like that was the first one we attacked like for him it was like deep just pay this off you have the money like that's gonna add up to be the most but then like i told you we did it yearly so we don't have any small ones so snowball effect really wouldn't work for us yeah because we take them out by yearly amounts so they're all like duquesne is (laughs) relatively expensive so it's like they're big amounts i don't think I, i could just pull out like whole annual salaries worth and be like oh here you go i saved this all year take it to the payment yeah right i guess that's fair so yeah. you you prefer the avalanche method over yes just that's I mean, definitely yeah it's all based off of obviously what you can afford and your what you feel comfortable doing i mean currently like i live at home so there's i mean i can pick i'm kind of right now i'm going with pay the smallest ones first just because i'm still in school but i have a feeling that once i graduate and get get out of like my current job and get an actual salary paying job i'll probably switch to the avalanche one just because that like i'm just (laughs) the interest amount like i've mentioned that a lot but the interest amount that i would be paying on like some of my bigger loans from like pharmacy school i'm okay not paying that (laughs) so like honestly it's like something i was like gonna bring up when we were just talking about in general and we've had like um talked about it with some friends and like i'm sure some clients have thought about it too it's like just with the way interest rates are right now refinancing loans is a very big move because of like you're not always going to have a pandemic we're not always going to be in this situation but like a lot of people as long as you have good credit like Vinny was saying earlier like managing your debt well having a good credit score if you do you could refinance to a pretty low rate right now if you look at some good options you'd have to see and like banks will be a little iffy especially if they're personal loans but sometimes that's like the biggest effect because some of my friends have like double digit interest rates because they didn't get a co-signer so like but now they've been using a credit card they've been graduated for a year or two like to them like i feel like that's even the best just compound it into one payment once a month use that money pay off all your separate loans and go from there yeah i, I would agree with that Vinny, do you have anything to add no nah, i mean i think i think that's like a really you know it's a good method i mean you have to you have to look at your numbers you have to understand the numbers and you know obviously high interest rates are not not ideal in this type of situation especially with you know it's this is going to be like a long-term you know kind of thing it's not just a one to two year loan it's you know it's it's over time so you definitely want to get those high interest rates either paid off quickly or you know kind of consolidated down with a like a refinance i know i think i think i just got something i want to say citizens banks running something with refinancing your loans you get like a 500 amazon gift card or some shit heavily contemplated doing that one i think i might actually there's also some like i haven't looked too much into it but like especially if you listen to like other podcasts and stuff like that the advertisements are coming into like oh do you have student loan debt like we're a company just based on refinancing that so like they're playing that card of like we're not going to charge you the same interest rate as them but we know we're going to make money because we're still going to charge an interest rate. So there's like some companies coming out like that. Like I definitely have to like look it up and research it. But I know a couple of times I've had those commercials during like podcasts or like Pandora, etc. Where they've talked about these companies that are solely based on trying to help you refinance your student debt. Yeah, I would say with anything, no matter where you start, and this goes back to the research point we made earlier, but like be aware of the people that are genuinely trying to help you and be aware of the companies that are genuinely trying to get more money out of you. Because <laughs> you, I mean, you can get screwed pretty bad. That would be my my two cents on that. And it's definitely looking at multiple research options too, just because one website, one article might not be the end all be all for it. So Raj, do you have uh, do you feel any added pressure by having, I would say, more student loan debt because of the pharmacy school? Or did you you feel pretty okay with where you are? I mean, I, I think I've been like really lucky with like my dad's very good with managing his own like debts and stuff. And like, he's been very good with helping us with it. So like, not really. I mean, obviously, I know there's a lot of points that like my debt is a lot higher than it originally should have been if I stayed one course or the other but I think I have a good budget a good plan like I'm still having fun like I'm about to go on vacation a week from now and it's not going to affect my overall payments and stuff so where are you going uh Rhode Island oh that's right we talked about that yes yes so I'm like excited for that. And like, I just manage it well. Like, you know, don't let it overwhelm you, but like, don't make it your whole life, basically. Like, you got to try to have some fun in it. And uh, like I was saying earlier when we were talking with Vinny and them too, is like, my goal is like, I don't like to overpay anything till. So I'd rather do like a huge lump sum overpayment, like even like twice a year. Cause right now, I that's what I did like a few months ago, like when the pandemic hit and the interest rate uh, stopped for my federal one, we just made a big payment towards my Sally. May because mm-hmm. one had interest rate one didn't but like i like doing lump sum like putting it into like even your savings account and your pnc bank account 
or citizens or whatever. Like that's kind of been my thing is like, don't worry about overpaying it till specific points in the year and make a lump sum of check. Like I've lowered my payments probably by like at this point, 20, 30 bucks a month, just based on like that one lump sum payment. So other than that, nah, I mean, I try not to let stuff stress me out as much now either. I think that was like something that was good about changing majors and then graduating and coming here, but it's just something to manage. So, I mean, this is going to be slightly off topic, but I mean, I've talked about when I switched majors, what did it feel like for you? going from pharmacy where like your twin was right there by your side to into a major where you didn't not that you didn't have deep but like it was just completely different than what you experienced before like were you stressed about it or were you pretty okay with making the move i i feel like i was okay about it but like my parents were more stressed than i was so that just brought me anxiety But I mean, I like made a conscious choice of what I wanted to do. And like, I thought about it and I was like, yeah, I want to do this. Cause like, even my advisor is like, you know, you're going to do X, Y, Z amount of dead credits. Like they're not going to help you in your accounting degree. They're just going to be sitting there. Like they're not going to, so it was like a conscious choice. So I felt like I was more okay with it. Ended up having like one of my favorite professors, like Mink was like one of my first accounting teachers. And he just kind of made me realize like, oh wait, I like this path. This is good. And he was the first class I had 8am, three days a week, torturous but he just made it like fun and he was about it so like it was a good first step I feel like if I had hated it right away I would have had a lot of stress but like I did that I met some friends like some of my closest friends are accounting as well as pharmacy so like I think I really lucked out with who I met the path I took made it okay but like it can definitely be stressful if you don't think about it like I don't think changing majors is end-all be-all or like you've messed up but I think making the right switch helped all three to James kids have changed majors yeah Uh, see that's just a family trait yeah I'm I'm sure Papa John's real happy with that one that's what he planned for all his kids yeah all, all three of us changing yeah. majors Unreal. i'm <laughs> glad i did though i mean deep loves and hates his place so like it's a lot of like i know where i would be at if i was him and he deals with a lot of unwanted stress just because of retail so yeah i just i think i'm very very similar like i switched into health sciences i met people that i'm still very very close with and i think it was it almost felt like there was just a huge weight that was gone yep. which was pretty felt like i was doing something i wanted to do so. yeah rather than something that, that nice. i was just kind of there to be there i figured i would ask i don't know if i ever asked you that over our what six years of friendship yeah i'm not sure but i don't yeah. think I've, i don't think i've ever asked you that so yeah, I, I, I guess that might have actually been the first time yeah yeah well there's a first time for everything yeah i guess i never make a big deal out of it anyway so yeah i mean i don't either it's just part yeah. of who i am now yes exactly so do you have any tips for paying off loans quicker i mean like i said is like i personally like choices like save up a good chunk of money whether you want to do some sort of safe investment like mutual funds like Vinny was saying or something where you know you're getting some sort of money back and then making a lump sum payment because like you can do a hundred dollars every month or whatever if you have that like budgeted in that's good for me I'd, i like been just trying to save it up just in case something happens and like then paying it off or like if you are pharmacy safe for like deep for deep he does like the Vinny method he's just been putting extra money as he goes and he's still saving money too but he's more of like just constantly pay it off so definitely think it's your major how much you're gonna make how much your monthly payment is and going from there but i i do like my place of like save that money up and make big chunk payments i i I just want to add something to that real quick just to kind of clarify things up for you know like anybody that's listening about this so obviously like if and correct me if i'm wrong raj but i think if you're if you're putting money aside you obviously want to be getting more return on that money than your interest rate for your loans Yes. So I think, you know, obviously right now federal loans are at zero. So, you know, like T-bills aren't really kind of like the best thing, but I think, you know, like, I think something, I think it's a uh, ticker symbol. I think it's like SPY. It literally tracks the S&P 500. So I know like that's like something really good to kind of like look at because typically, I mean, the market does well, obviously not right now. It's a little up and down, but I mean, stocks are very volatile. Yes. Um, but in the in the end, like you do want to be getting more on a return than you would be paying interest because other than that, you're just wasting. Oh yeah, I don't think you should just yet. put it in your account and let it sit in like your checks account. You should yeah. definitely try to like look to make some moves with it. Um, yeah, don't just let it sit around. Yes, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that up. For yes, some. no, that's like, a good just, point. Just, yes. just in the event that we have some people that aren't business majors listening, which I oh uh, yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, probably, probably. I think, yes, people. yes, definitely. Like, look for safe investments to make with. 
with it. Yeah, don't just let it sit there. And I also wouldn't always just let it sit in like your savings account of yeah. your bank account because usually that's a very low interest I think, rate. I think interest rates right now in savings accounts, like I know I know my buddy just got something in the mail from Citizens and he was like, I got to talk to you about something about banking. And I was like, okay. And they were offering him a 0.5% yes, it's. I it's was like, not. I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, that's like 0.002% a year. And I was like, yeah. he was like, so if I had $500 in the account, how much would I have after like a Five year? I was pennies. like, it's like 12 cents. And I was yeah, like, yeah, it's like not, not a lot. So I was like, yeah, it's not, yes. Not yeah. Like, you definitely got to look and see and be smart about it. But yeah, that, that would be my thing is like, but like deep yeah, as I, a I like pharmacist. A lot. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. Instead yes. of uh, like double paying, like, you know, if your things like 300, maybe throw like half your payment into, you know, some type of investment fund and yes. just make your normal payment and then pay it all off at like the end of the year. Yeah. There's just like make your set goal of yeah. like how much you want to do. Just cause like, I, I'm just very like against that. Like you double pay it one month. It means nothing. Exactly. Like if you can't afford it the night, like that's always my thing. Like God forbid, but like just with this pandemic, like how many people lost their jobs? Do you think their student loan interest cared at all that they've been paying it consistently or higher the past five months they just care about their next payment so it's like sometimes being a little smarter and if something does happen you have that money set aside and safe to use so that would be my recommendation but i think everyone's just got to find what you're comfortable with and go from there because it's got to work with your budget and how much you're making a year etc and we are we are not uh you know just a small disclaimer we are not financial advisors or oh yeah really be giving financial advice so i would not uh, take take everything you hear uh on Honestly, your, if you can afford call. it, a financial advisor is not a bad call after no. graduating as it's well. Yeah, I had like a couple pharmacy friends do that, and they said that was a very smart investment for them. That's not too bad. I got that one guy. That's what I was saying. Like I've I've heard good things too. So luckily, I just work in a field that I can also ask for advice from my coworkers. Right. They they know enough, especially the older ones who have been involved with it for a while. Uh, That's also something to look about how much you make because you can get your student loan provider can send you a 1099 each about like being able to deduct some of the student loan you've paid. It's only up to 2,500 and you definitely can't be making a lot. Um, You phase out of it. But that's something you can deduct on your student on your tax returns every year. Your student, yeah, your student loan interest is uh is a deductible. Yes, thing. up to a certain amount. Kind of sucks if you go to any sort of like six year or longer program and you're going to be making like a decent chunk, like six figures. Yeah. You're basically already not yeah. going to be able to deduct anything. Yeah, because I was going to say, I think I think with that you're still allowed to you still get the the American Opportunity Tax Credit, I think, or Education Tax Credit with your interest. I think so. You can deduct up to twenty five hundred, I believe. Yes, that's yeah. Usually what it is with the 109080 which is nice to take advantage of if you can it's a 2500 lump sum if you can if you can get all of it so you know just a little little chunk that you can throw on your payment or do some other stuff with then you have uh i think we're gonna wrap it up soon but do you have any other questions for raj dude you know what i had something bubbling in my head but we just got on that last tangent and, and you forgot it dude the way my head works is <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> Uh, he's probably in heaven over there to have someone else that has a financial background though yeah dude it's actually it's sick. It's we should something. start doing uh we should start doing guests that i can speak to a little more often that's fine two-way street yeah exactly the but, only no, other i i think i think i'm good yeah no accounting is accounting is a tough field and you know i give you full props and you know best of luck on your cpa exam i'm sure we'll we'll have you back on before uh before you finish because you have to there's there's some time in between those right oh yeah it's like once you fast the first one you have 18 months to pass the next three so you take them at any time because i know like with the cfa exam like they offer stage one in december and june and then stage two and three are only held in june but you obviously have to pass them all first so it's like a two-year process yeah so it used to be like that but they actually recently just changed it where now you can just take as many times in a quarter as you basically want to but you have to apply for like uh and nts which is like the ability to be able to schedule but Mm -hmm. then after that yeah you can go ahead and schedule it but use it used to be once a quarter but now it's basically just as many times as you want that's very cool so very cool well well again like i said best of luck and you know whenever whenever you uh whenever you pass that and you know you're a certified public accountant we'll uh we'll take you out for some drinks on the uh, on the old corporate card here oh do we have one yeah it's just uh it's a it's a um, black card with an orange circle (laughs) a little white triangle that says zach to james on it yeah oh i like it i like it (laughs) my favorite kind of card Uh uh-huh the the only question that i have is a question that we ask we ask every guest the same question so you're you're now part of this part of this crew but if you could be anywhere if you can be anywhere 
doing anything in 10 years time, what would you be doing and why? Just imagine people in 2010 that answered this. No shot. They said being a pandemic. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way they got that right. It's on, it's on the table. So just think about it. You never know. Yeah, now it's an option. You never like know. Back in a pandemic, working from home. Option D. <laughs> Honestly, I'd probably want to be a teacher or a professor. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's always something I wanted to do. But like, there was always a lot of nuances with I didn't want to like go that full path. Like, like we were saying in the beginning, like teachers definitely don't make enough. And I know that's something like I had to factor in and professors, you got to like write all those papers and like whatever doctoral yeah, graduate stuff where it's like, I've never found interest in that. But I love teaching people having conversations like so if I could be like a teacher at a university 10 right. years from now, I feel like that'd be ideal for me. That's a solid answer. Yeah. Probably accounting too, though. But yeah, well, yeah, for yeah, 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 definitely more. accounting at this point. But <laughs> that would definitely be my prime spot. Eventually, I do want to do it, but I don't want to write papers. So that's fair. That's a big block obstacle in my way right now. Do you have uh, before you wrap everything up? Do you have any questions for us? Not really. I think we had a good conversation through all of this. Yeah, I definitely think there's some information. Obviously, student loans is such a huge topic. Yeah. But- We'll probably... I think it's it's going to be in a fluid picture in these next few months as well right. with everything going on. So I think there's some changes everyone should be keeping an eye on, especially if you graduate like Vinny does in the next few weeks. Yeah. And that's going to be something to look into. Yeah. And like, we'll follow it up with, I mean, the next conversation we have can go a little bit deeper into different topics, like specifically drilled down. But I, overall, this is a good overarching uh, discussion. I think the three of us had. It's more than colleges give you. Yeah, really. Uh, Vin, I'll let you take uh, next next episode's topic. No shot, no fucking shot. I can't do it. Just announce oh. what the topic is with the oh. people. Oh, dude, I, I closed my notes. Oh, come on, you pain right. in my so, ass. Dude, I don't understand. We're going to have to give a little more clarification, but... Yeah, um, well, then, uh, all right, well, just don't announce the topic. Just announce the guest. <laughs> yeah, so... Follow our Instagram if you want to know the topic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Plug we'll the... Do, plug yeah, plug we'll, the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, there it is. There it is. I like it. Our, uh, I can't. It's our, episode ten. We've hit ten. Yep. He's about to graduate in three weeks. He can't yeah. read a sentence off a of paper. I literally yeah. can't. crazy. My brain is absolutely fried. crazy. It's fried. So it, for for well, I don't even have the paper oh brought up God. right now. Like I just like I closed it out like ten minutes huh? ago because it was like all of the questions that I supplied because Zach doesn't do questions anymore more apparently i'm the only one that's asking the hard-hitting questions nowadays oh yeah unbelievable on episode 10 which 10 filmed, 10 one zero filmed, recorded filmed and recorded it's gonna be a vlog episode as well um it'll be posted to our youtube page which Vinny's gonna create I, it's already created it's out there we have very special guests steph kira and gabs and i will let zach take it away with the rest because i will absolutely tongue tie and put my brain in a pretzel trying to read the last two sentences i can't wait till we get ad read you'll fuck those up too <laughs> We're not going to have a sponsor. No, you're, I, I was going to say, you're going to have to just tell them. Zach will be saying it at this time, <laughs> this point. They asked for the person to read it, man. They need right. the specifics. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe if they're lucky, I'll do it. So uh, we're bringing on... Extra rate. You're yeah, higher. Exactly. You're higher yeah. cost. Exactly. So we're bringing on Steph, Kira, and Gabs for our episode 10. As Vinny just said, our topic will be announced. We have to drill down a little bit on what it is because it's super vague right now. But we're going to drill that down and we'll have it out on our Instagram later this week or early next week. But that is all we have for you. Uh, we'd like to thank Raj for joining us. I've been looking forward to having a conversation like this with you for a little while. Most of the time we talk about fantasy football or just other Team's stuff. trash. Uh, my team's five and two, which is the same record as you, bitch. So Most points in the league, baby. Doesn't matter. It, does, it, does, it does. <laughs> Lowest points four is this motherfucker that's sitting across <laughs> from me right now. Dude, I'm 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 set to lose this game by. Oh, I'm losing this week. Point two. Uh, I'm I'm set to lose by point two points this week. That's a rough one. Uh, I definitely hell. just gotta see if Ingram doesn't score more than like twelve points, I win. I think it'll be okay. Yeah, I, I think I'm good. We'll have to see though. But as always, if you do have a topic that you would like us to discuss, or you just want to chit chat with us, feel free to give us a follow on Instagram. It's at hate to burst pod, and feel free to send us a message. Other than that, good night, stay safe, and we hope you enjoy it. You, wow, I pulled a Vinny. Yes, I'm not the only one that sucks here. Fuck. Fucking loser.
Good night. <laughs> uh, oh God. Good night. Stay safe, and we hope you join us again as we burst more bubbles of life. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's what you fucking get, bud. Yeah, I got it. Now it is. It pay the world a visit. Let them know about it with this golden ticket. See my curriculum is flipping. I'm 150 when yeah we sipping. Them bitches they dripping all up in the club. Show me love if you really bought it. I don't ever doubt it. One of the best out of Maryland. I'm down to shot. Never cocky. I'm just confident. The flow is prominent. This is the reason that I'm dominant. That automatic platinum plated flow. No, I'ma shine with it. All of y'all is down to conform, but I realign with it. Performing at a full house, feeling like Uncle Jesse. Bitches they stress me. Take them. To the crib undressed three children lie, men lie, women lie, and we die. But I'm here to tell the truth and let you know I'm finna rise. To no surprise, fake rappers meet your demise. The microphone and Adobe edition, my only supplies. Look within my eyes. Yes, I'll bury the eyes. Now I ask them, ask them, ask them. Is you feeling me? Feeling me? Feeling me? Feeling me?